This is Calgary Today with Angela Cocott on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Good Wednesday afternoon. Kind of a dreary afternoon, if I do say so myself. And as we were putting the show together, I thought, you know, we've had some pretty heavy topics, well, over the last week. And we know it all began with the U.S. election and the reaction to the U.S. election. Even yesterday, we were talking about the province's daycare program, the pilot program, the $10 million pilot program. You know, it was a, it was another topic that brings a lot of negativity to the airwaves. And, and I just thought, let's change things up. And of course, we heard about the participation survey earlier today. And I said, yeah, let's lighten things up. And then I thought, wait, maybe this is depressing as well. If you happen to hear the news, what was it again? Did we get a D minus? I mean, if this was my child's report card, I'd have some serious questions for this kid. What is it about our inability to get going, get moving? And and maybe you were like me in elementary school and we had that fun participation. You tried to get a bronze. I never could do those darn chin-ups. But it was kind of a chance to get us moving. And and maybe this is part of a bigger conversation that we can have this hour. A couple of directions I want to go. And especially we focus so much on the kids, but we know that if we don't have kids who are active, there's a pretty good chance they're going to grow into adults who aren't active. And we know the health repercussions of that. So I, I'd love to hear some stories. 403-974-8255. You can always text me and later on I'll take some phone calls as well. Um, curious, if you had to rate your physical fitness, if you had to go home to your mother, and I know your mother might be in her 80s, but if you had to go home to your mother and say, here's my physical fitness report card, be honest, what would you give yourself? And and maybe last year you were a D, changed things around. Now you're thinking, I'm a B, I'm, I'm going out of my way to maybe park further from the mall doors, little things like that. So uh, I want to be able to share some stories this hour because I think sometimes in sharing stories, you inspire other people. We're all just a bunch of strangers, really. But sometimes when you hear uh, someone's tactic on the air, you think, Eh, I think I could do that too. I want to start the conversation, though, with Jacob Pruden. He is president of the Alberta Kinesiology Association. And, uh, you know, probably we don't, probably some people don't even know what a kinesiologist is, but it really is an opportunity to get maybe some ideas on how we can get moving. Jacob, thanks so much for joining us today. No problem. Thanks for having me, Angela. So when I say a lot of people probably don't even know what a kinesiologist is, what are you? Well, that's funny you should uh, say that. When I told uh, my family I was going to take a degree in kinesiology, first thing my cousin said was, uh, you can't be one if you can't spell it. (laughs) That's a a good one. That's where education started, yeah. (laughs) Uh, But basically, kinesiologist is a bit of an umbrella uh, term that's used for folks that take an interest in studying human movement, right? So uh, we've got everything under the umbrella from uh, folks in uh, cardiac rehab, right on through to ergonomists. Um, We have folks that do uh, fitness testing for uh, pre-employment screening, um, rehab uh, settings. Uh, We're kind of uh, across the board, anywhere you can think where you might be uh, looking to get some some advice on physical activity, we're, we're kind of in there. We've got personal trainers as well as members in our association. Ergonomist, do I have to learn how to spell that one too before I consider that? <laughs> 
Well, you know what? I after after I learned kinesiology, I kind of said, you know what? Maybe I'm I'm not the best speller, and we'll move on to other things here. So, <laughs> well, well, this is great, Jacob, because I think uh, as you say, it's wide. It's uh, you 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 probably don't even realize that the the jobs that are out there when it comes to kinesiology. But uh, I, I was talking about the participation survey, and I, I know there's been a, a national survey even when it comes to kinesiology. What? How do we shape up when we look at just Alberta? Okay, well, I know the uh, the the survey you're talking about, but. Um, uh, I'm not sure how how we break down exactly in that one for Alberta. That uh, generally speaking, though, what I can say is that uh, if we move from west to east, we see in British Columbia we're we're kind of uh, 57% for, uh, performing uh, physical activity, and as we get about out, out to Quebec and into the Atlantic provinces, we're we're down into the 39% as far as physical activity in general. Right. Now, not necessarily people that are working with kinesiologists. Across the country, we see kind of uh, maybe 25% of the people that were surveyed kind of knew what that was and yeah. maybe had had some kind of interaction. But um, a good third of people never even heard the term. So Yeah, and, and, and I really, I, I want to talk about just that idea of the physical activity. And uh, maybe we shouldn't be surprised to hear BC is probably a little more active. Alberta, I, I would like to think, and when I was reading a participation study, they a lot of people give that excuse of the weather and so sometimes I think Albertans were quick to say oh it's cold I don't want to do anything but yet other people say you should be embracing the winter and maybe that's your opportunity to get out and do something. Oh, I'd absolutely agree with that. Uh, I'm I'm a transplant myself. I've been here in Alberta for oh, probably about close to 15 years now. 16 actually. Mm-hmm. 16 years and uh, pretty quickly I learned you know uh, you got to find something to do in the winter or it's going to be a long boring season <laughs> just shutting the house right so yeah. uh you know it's absolutely there are you know we have uh we have vertical surfaces too in the in mountain parks and we've got the, even in town here we got some ski slopes and uh you know we've got um lots of opportunities around if you if you look for them Jacob, I threw out that excuse of the weather. When mm-hmm. you talk to other kinesiologists or people who work with clients, and as you said, they could be personal trainers, what are you hearing from, and I'm, I'm trying to focus more on adults, when it comes to inactivity, why are we so inactive? Well, it comes down to a few things, and I think one of the probably the biggest ones is uh, priorities. And I don't want to say that to to kind of, you know, blame folks, but uh, really what it comes down to is, uh, and I've found this in my life, uh, we tend to prioritize other people ahead of ourselves. You know, whether it be, uh, you know, I have two young boys. If i got activities that i got to get them to, well, that's going to take a precedence over me going out for a walk right. or something, right? Like, it's just kind of being a responsible person. But what that means is we got to take a, we got to sit back and plan for these things. What do we do when something comes up? We got to make interferes. that a priority. You're saying you got to make your health a priority. You do, and and you don't you don't just make something a priority by saying, "Hey, this is really important to me." Um, you got to sit down and think about. Well, you know, for example, if if my if my priority is is uh, getting my son to an activity for the evening, well, what happens if my car breaks down? Well, then I have, you know, I gotta I gotta have a backup plan, something that happens, right? Maybe I got a friend I can call, something like that. Well, same thing. It happens if if life interferes with your physical activity, 
don't just write it off and say, well, I guess I missed this one. Mm. You got to have a little bit of a plan in place. Well, okay, so that didn't happen this time or it didn't happen the way I wanted it to happen, but I can still do X, Y, Z, right? Is it kind of crazy when you hear the, you know, I'm seeing that Canadians should aim to do at least 150 minutes of moderate activity per week. Sometimes I think even when we throw out those goals, people say, what are you talking about? 150 minutes per week? So do we almost do we almost turn people off before we even say, hey, why don't we today just try doing something for 30 minutes, go for a walk or something? Well, certainly, uh, you know, anything that you can do more than what you're doing is going to be better. It's yeah. going to be a step in the right direction. Um, and you're right. Sometimes when we throw out specific goals like that and the person looks at it and says, geez, I'm so far from that. Mm-hmm. You know, it is, it is it does put a person off a little bit. Yeah. So there's a couple of things. You know, if, if this is if this is something that where where you're in that situation, you're like, geez, that's an insurmountable goal. Well, let's break it down. Right. Let's say what what is our first step on the road to that goal? And don't worry, sometimes we get, you know, we look up the mountain and we say, geez, I can never climb that mountain. But then we find that if we say, well, I'm just going to, I'm going to go a hundred meters up the path. And you say, you know, okay, eventually you keep doing that and you get there. And uh, so I would say, yeah, sometimes we can do that. We can put people off with those, uh, those big things. But uh, I mean, this is a journey. Mm-hmm. It's not something that's, uh, that's going to happen overnight. And it's something where we want to see uh, improvement, right? Wherever you are. You make it make it a little bit better today. Yeah. So, give me some of the benefits. Uh, you know, again, it, I sometimes feel like a broken record, but um, the well, benefits to even getting going, moving. Yeah. Well, I mean, certainly, we're going to see improvements in in just function in general, and I think that's really. One that we don't always talk about a whole lot. We hear the doctors and, and you know, myself, we, we will talk about, uh, you know, risk of heart disease, risk of stroke, risk of high blood pressure. Um, I mean, diabetes is, is one that we've heard a lot as well. Uh, osteoporosis, again. But a lot of these are things that aren't necessarily visible on a day-to-day basis. Right. So I like to talk to people about, you know what, are you having troubles, you know, bending down to playing with your grandkids? Because we could probably help you with that. Mm-hmm. And and that's more meaningful, right? That's where, you know, 150 minutes a week turns into, oh, hey, I could do something today that I couldn't do last week. And that's what really I find gets people more interested in being active, is being able to do more. So I think that's probably the biggest uh, benefit that I would suggest to folks would be just being able to do what you want. Yeah. And and I wonder, I always think people, when we have this conversation, we make it sound like, well, you've got to go to a place, you've got to go to a gym, you've got to go somewhere. And I think we don't encourage people enough in just their day-to-day simple things where, you know, I, as I mentioned off the top, the, the parking further away from the mall door. I mean, you just start to do the little things because... I I think we know in January we're going to see the huge increase in gym memberships. It always happens, and that's those short-term things where people think, "Oh, eh, no, I'm not I'm not interested anymore." They don't make it part of just their average day. No, I'd agree with you there. Certainly, when we say 150 minutes, people get the sense that they got to start the clock, then do a certain amount of physical activity, then they stop the clock and they, okay, I did it. Um, but that does tend to lead to having problems fitting it into to life mm-hmm. because. Like I said before, the priorities are going to shift and, and, and move around. But 
if you can combine that physical activity with a certain task or, or an activity that you would be doing anyways, yeah. like you mentioned walking to the mall, parking further away, or yeah. or even, uh, you know, in, in the mall, in the weather, I mean, there's lots of uh, mall walking groups. They'll yeah. just walk the mall, right? And yeah. So you can kind of meet up with some friends and instead of going for coffee, you go for a walk. Or you can do both. You can grab a coffee and go for a walk. And then, yeah. then you, you kind of hit that social uh, the visit that you were going to have anyways, and then you combined it with a little bit of physical activity. So. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Jacob, I think a lot of times when we um, even think of exercise, sometimes people are held back because of some type of injury. Is that more physiotherapy or can kinesiologists help in that area as well? Because uh, I know I'm getting some texts from people who say, I- I've got a bad back. I-, I can't walk as much as I used to. Yeah. Well, certainly we have in Alberta, we've got the uh, the Don't Take Back Pain Laying Down uh, initiative here. Huh. And yeah. uh, so absolutely movement in general is going to be the what the research supports. But uh, specifically when we get into uh, specific injuries or uh, health conditions, so if you do have heart disease, you do have like COPD or something like that, uh, then we got to fine-tune some of these general recommendations, and the kinesiologist can absolutely help uh, in those areas. Certainly, we also want to... Um, we don't want to be, you know, taking turf, so to speak, from physiotherapists in that those those folks can definitely uh, work with that. They can develop a, a diagnosis and, and sometimes, uh, you know, it's good to to move from a situation with a, a healthcare professional. We get a diagnosis and then we hand off to a kinesiologist and we're part of that continuum of care that can happen uh, to keep people moving when they're faced with barriers like uh, like injuries or or uh, health conditions. Jacob, thanks for starting the conversation. No problem. Thanks for having me on, Angela. You bet. Jacob Pruden, he's the president of the Alberta Kinesiology Association. Calgary Today with Angela Cocott, weekdays at 3 on News Talk 770 Calgary.